0: Welcome back to Bible Love, and welcome back to, I guess this is season three, which is wild to think about. We're like halfway through the Old Testament. We'll get to that. It's been slow going, Um, but we have a plan. We have a way forward, and we'll talk about that in a minute. This is coming out on August 3rd, which is um, the Feast of Joanna, Mary, and Salome, the myrrh-bearing women, but also, maybe more importantly, it's the Nativity of the Eve of the nativity of mary balfour tomorrow <laughs> the fourth is her birthday i'm old enough to and wise enough not to ask her how old she is but <laughs> Mary Balfour, happy birthday a little early um
1: Thank you, dear friend
0: and so this is the colleagues for those myrrh bearing women let us pray almighty god who revealed the resurrection of your son to joanna mary and salome as they faithfully came bearing myrrh to his tomb Grant that we too may perceive the presence of the risen Lord in the midst of pain and fear, and go forth proclaiming his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: Amen. Great summer It the podcast and in in life in general. First of all, tell me some fun things you did this summer.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, We're recording this with a couple weeks left in the summer. So I'll uh, project a couple fun things as well. I spent a week hiking around southern Colorado in Pagosa Springs, which was lovely. That's how I started in the summer. And then I hauled kids around to some places. Um, A kid. Uh Ford, my oldest, is going into high school. And so he's had band camp and all that. So I'm now a band parent. Uh, I don't know what I did to deserve this. Um I'm actually next week, next week when we're recording, this is a weird time shift thing. Um I'm about to drive over to near you. I won't get to see you because I'm driving 12 hours, picking up a couple kids, driving 12 hours back. My kids are at Camp Grabit, their favorite place on earth. Um, one of those thin places and then I'm going to finish my summer hiking around northern um, New Mexico I'm going to Taos here in a bit to spend the last week of vacation escape the 105 degree heat in Texas and see some uh, beautiful creation
1: nice yeah love it love it
0: how about you how was your summer
1: well I started my summer at Camp Gravit at one of those thin places as um the chaplain for the first full week of the summer, but I also got to commission the summer staff, which was really fun and kind of set them, I hope on a path of God's goodness and God's love. And last year I did it at the end of the summer and I really loved doing it at the beginning. I'm going to ask to do that again, um, because you just really can see their energy and their excitement. And um, that was great. And then I went to my beloved family home in Tennessee for two weeks. Um, It was a little different this time because my mom fell and had to have surgery. But I'm just really thankful that I could be with her. And she is on the mend. And, you know, there's just nothing like that porch time with your family and just like really good catching up and visiting. It's just, for me, such a renewal of my soul and my mind and my spirit. Um, So I loved that. And then I know we are just some really sad people around here, Alan, both of us getting to take two vacations, but the same week you're on vacation, I will be on a cruise ship in Alaska on my way to British Columbia. Um, Last fall, if if you all remember, my dear, sweet mother-in-law went to be with the Lord. And one of the things that she left for us was a cruise to Alaska, something she'd always wanted to do and didn't get to do. So um, my husband and my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law and myself are heading to Alaska. So that'll be a great adventure. And i feel very privileged to get to do all of these fun things. I also um, have loved being with um, my precious folks at the Church of the Resurrection and um, supporting and loving them in any way I can. We're gearing up for the fall and we got lots of fun things coming up. And um, I like this time of year. Yes, it is really hot outside, but I like the planning and the thinking and you know all of that. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but we wanted to touch base a little bit about our summer series, which in my opinion, I really loved it so much because whenever we can give resources to people, I feel like that is just a huge thing whenever we can lift up voices and we lifted up a lot of women's voices this summer. Um, I have had so many great comments about, you know, Scott Gunn and Erin Ward and, Um, Kayla Craig. I mean, all of them. I don't want to miss any of them. And a lot of people didn't know some of these, which was also sort of exciting. So what did you think about it?
0: Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, some of these are folks that I've known personally. Some are folks that I've known by following on Instagram. Some I never knew until you introduced me to them. And now, you know, seeing their things... Um, like Kayla Craig just released a new book and and I have it. And we were able to talk to her a little bit um about that and that process. It's just really interesting to me. And I think back this past Sunday, I had a forum at church, just an open forum about formation. What do we want to learn? How do we want to learn? What kind of things can we do as a church to help form us as followers of Jesus? And there's a mom of three young kids there who was like, you know, this stuff's great. And I love all this. How can I help, um, disciple my kids at home. Right. And we talked to some people, you know, um, Kayla Craig is a perfect example. Um, Ashley Wallace, right. You know, these folks who do, uh, um, yeah. And yeah, they, they have these resources for exactly that because we don't need to outsource you and I aren't the professionals that people drop their kids off with and they come out a Christian on the other side. Right. Our job is to help resource families to do that work. Um, And I'm glad that we as a podcast were able to do that and introduce, and for me personally, to to learn about some of these things, but also introduce it to our listeners.
1: Yeah. And I love kind of doing something different in the summer too. Um, I mean, I love the Bible. You and I both do. We named our podcast Bible Love, but I think that it's also um, just so fun to, um, dig into something different, learn something different. And again, give people, um, some great resources. I was talking to our dear friend, Tony Hawkins yesterday, and he was like, I'm now following all these people on Instagram. They all suggested, um, lots of comments on Aaron Ward and her sober spirituality. And, um, Aaron is a dear friend and I'm so proud of the work that she does call her. If you, if you need guidance in that way, she has created an incredible ministry. Um, And of course, Scott, you know, he connected us in a way that we're now part of um, Forward Movement, which has been really exciting. And um, so remember, you can go to their website and find us there and find all the other amazing resources that Forward Movement um, has, um, you know, is a part of in the ministry they're doing so it was a great summer and I'm really, really thankful that we got to do it. But I missed you because we recorded all of those things in the spring. And so this is the first time Alan and I took a break from each other for a couple of months. I'm sure he was thrilled. People
0: I, usually need a break from me after a while. Oh, uh, I was I'm, missing. U- I'm used to this.
1: But um, I think it's good too for us, you know, that we can be fresh and give you um, new content and and new, new things. Um, so speaking of Alan, so this is the start of season three and I am sort of amazed as we started planning out season three that there's a really good chance we're going to finish up the Old Testament this year. Like, does that blow your mind a little bit?
0: No. Yeah. It's really wild because, I mean, it feels like it took us forever to get through Genesis and Leviticus and some of these bigger, deeper books. Um, But then once you do that heavy listing, I mean, It took us four months to get through the Psalms, but now there's a couple major books that require some, you know, Proverbs. We'll dig into some of those, but then we get into, you know, how much can you say about the book of Nahum? It's not going to take us six weeks to get through that or Obadiah or whatever. Right. right? And So, you know, we're going to do some, some master planning and some maneuvering, but yeah, I think next summer, um, we're going to make that transition. So hopefully by Memorial Day we'll be finishing up with the Book of Malachi, and that'll leave us three thousand years or however long of a gap it was between that. And I don't, it was, it was like four hundred years or something.
1: I'd say like, three thousand is a bit longer than yeah, I it was, was like
0: four hundred years or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so maybe season four. We're projecting this way out there, right? Like we got another year to go.
1: So don't like totally hold us to this. Listening. Yeah,
0: but. But stick with us, folks. We'll actually get to Jesus.
1: Yeah, we. After three years, we're going to get to Jesus. Yeah. yeah, that's sort of interesting because Jesus's ministry, right, was around three years, is what they what they say. So maybe that's a little bit interesting. So this fall, we um, and really the spring too. One of the things that's um, just been a total gift to Alan and I um, his friendship and his wisdom. Um, but really his amazing, brilliant mind is the Reverend Dr. Tony Hopkins. So Tony has agreed again to do for us the overview of these, um, books that we have remaining in the old Testament. And I'm super excited about that because I learned so much from him. So I know that you all must learn so much from him and that is super exciting. Um, The venerable Janie Wilson is going to be joining us. She's now the Archdeacon for the Diocese of Upper South Carolina. Um, My dear friend and Alan's friend now, too, because she's been on the podcast before. The Reverend, and now she's doctor. She's finished her PhD. The Reverend Dr. Alexis Carter-Thomas is going to be here. So I really feel like we've got some wisdom and also like just creative, wonderful minds to help us struggle through like Proverbs mm-hmm. has got some stuff that's there's a lot of infidelity it's some some really hard stuff in there. Yeah, know?
0: like, let's talk about a Proverbs 31 woman. Yeah, right. let's exactly. talk about how that's been uh, used in a negative light. Mm-hmm. And so we'll bring on Janie, and she can help us unpack that or I now have a curate. I I, I. St. Martin's now has a curate. He's. Uh, Gavin, you'll meet him. I'm going to ask him which of these books he wants to talk about and force him to come on because I get to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're his Other
0: duties as assigned. It's great. He's brilliant. Like, he's smarter than me. And so bring him on. He's straight out of seminary. He's good buddies with your friend Mitchell. We need to get Mitchell on here. We've never done that. You know, we've got folks that we need to bring on to help us. Right? Song of Solomon. What is this? We've got, like, sheep gazing on things. And we. it's very sensual and sexual. And let's like dig into that and talk about why this book is here and what it means.
1: You know, know what's interesting too, Alan is, you know, as Episcopalians and then other denominations that use the lectionary, some of these books of the Bible, we really do not use in in our lectionary. And so I have not had um, the opportunity besides maybe Isaiah you know to really preach on some of these things um you know i feel like right right now we're in genesis in the lectionary and i've been preaching a lot on genesis and jacob and his whole ups and downs of life um but we don't get to and correct me if i'm wrong but we don't really get to some of these smaller books and um that yeah. are-
0: obadiah doesn't sh- i'm i'm trying to look it up right now obadiah doesn't show up in the lectionary at all
1: and they're uh, also really complicated in a way Mayhem
0: doesn't show up no. yeah lots of these
1: so um maybe for some of our guests it'll be um good for them too because it's not a place that they get to dig in and we don't know a lot about i i, w- I will say i'm coming in um not have studied these books of the bible nearly as much as some of the others um so i'm hoping that Um, there'll be something new to take from. And as always like trying to relate it to our lives, but how do we relate infidelity, you know, things that are sinful and hard. um, And, and maybe it's not that exact subject, but we all have had sinful and hard things that are happening in our lives. And, and, and where does God work in that? You know, last week I was preaching on, um, or this week I'm preaching on Jacob and his marriage to Rebecca and, and Leah and, you know, that old Rolling Stone song keeps playing through my head. You can't always get what you want, you know, but in the end, sometimes that's the best thing. Right. Because um, uh, Leah was the one that was able to give him children. And um, so, you know, just thinking about, like, how do we find ourselves in these spots that may feel us may make us feel like, ooh, that's not me or I, I don't know anything about that. But God is always working and God is always blessing us. So.
0: Yeah, and it'll be, you know, we, we're we going to get into some different types of literature, right? Everything we've done so far has been something that makes sense, right? It, the Pentateuch, those five books, and we all know those, Genesis, Exodus, even though there's some different stuff, Sunday school kids know those. Right. Then the history books, like we can grasp what history history is, it's telling a story. But now Proverbs, what's the purpose of Proverbs, right? Is it just catchy um, witticisms, you know? No the wisdom books, then we get into prophecy, right? Like, are we telling the future? Are we predicting the future or are we, you know, speaking into what we think God's dream is? Like, what is, it's a weird thing. What is prophecy, right? And we'll get into some that's, you know, apocrypha, right? Like we get into Daniel and we'll talk about like, what do we think about when we think about the end of the world? These are some types of literature that don't necessarily make sense to us. And so it'll be interesting to spend this year diving into genre, diving into some uncomfortable things and some things we're not familiar with.
1: Right. And and I and I know that Tony and some of our guests can help us with this too. Not only are we not familiar with them, but why are they there? Why did the writers of the Bible feel like these things needed to be in there? You know, not every Bible has the apocryphy in it. Not every, you know, but the the Bible that we as Episcopalians use, it is there, you know, but we talked about this. Like if you open up the Bible in the hotel room that you're staying in, it's probably not there, you know, and so why why did these why did they feel these things were really important to be included in the most famous book in all of the world, right? Um and so I think that um will be interesting. I also wanted to just comment a little bit because this has come up in my life um recently in a couple of conversations about our interpretation of all of these things too, right? Um, you know, different denominations, and we've seen this and i'm not I'm not bashing any other denomination, but you know we've seen this recently in the headlines in a couple of places where you know interpretation of the Bible is really guiding them in leadership, you know um women ministers, you know all of those those kind of things and um, so I do think one of the things that we try to do is yes, these words are here but we also have our intellect and our minds and our hearts to interpret them into um, what we feel God is calling us to do, whatever the issue may be that's in front of us. Um, And I I know that... that can be hard, and that can be challenging um you know i if we interpreted the Bible as literally as some people do, I would not be sitting here right now, right with you. um, I might be teaching school or some other job that only women should do, and so again i I think that's something exciting um or that people perceive women should do. I should say it that way um I think it's exciting too, to think about how we interpret these things and why they're here. And do they really live out what God wants up for us, which I believe and I know that you believe is goodness and love and kindness for all God's people. So this is going to be a great year. And I'm excited <laughs> about it. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's we are here doing at St. Martin's Sunday morning formation is going to be you know, good old fashioned Bible study. And, you know, we're starting with the book of Acts. And so we got a ways to go before we get there. But, you know, like, I think now more than ever, it's important for us to look at this book, right? Like, and figure out how it speaks to us today. Not so we can memorize things, not so we can just quote Bible verses, but maybe some of that, right? Like, like this coming, um, Sunday I'm I'm preaching and it's the Romans passage. What can separate us from the love of God, neither death nor things above or things below, right? Like that may be a verse that like we actually need to, to write on our heart. And mm-hmm. so when we feel like something's, and so what are the ways that we as Episcopalians, and, you know, ask a hundred different Episcopalians what they think about the Bible, you'll probably get a hundred different answers. But, you know, that's what I've loved about this podcast is, you know, we've dug into it. We've, we haven't shied away from the hard parts. Um, We've talked about foreskin and discharge and (laughs) babies' heads against rocks. Like it's in the Bible. Yeah. Um, And why? And so as we get into the the prophets and stuff, we're going to ask ourselves, why, what can we today after like all these prophecies have supposed to have come true? If they're like that, like, why are we still reading this stuff? What can we still get from it today?
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, um, I am honored, as always, to um, go on the journey with you, Alan. Um, I'm excited about season three. I'm excited about all the folks that are coming. And I'm just most excited to engage in God's word. Um, I think that's why we're here. It's why we do it. And um, it feels good to do it. So we look forward to this great season with y'all and all the things it has to offer. Keep listening. And as always, remember that we love you, but most importantly, God does.